The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's a Tuesday Good News Day. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, December 13th, 2022, Tuesday of the third week in Advent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the memorial of St. Lucy. She was born about 283 and we don't know a whole lot about her. What we do know is that a disappointed suitor accused her of being a Christian and she was executed in Syracuse, Sicily in the year 304. Now, her friends must have wondered about this hero of Lucy's, an obscure itinerant preacher in a far-off captive nation that had been destroyed more than 200 years before. But Lucy knew of the heroism of earlier virgin martyrs. She remained faithful to their example and to the example of the carpenter, whom she knew to be the Son of God. She is the patroness of eyesight. St. Lucy, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Lord Jesus, I unite myself to your perpetual, unceasing, universal sacrifice. I offer myself to you every day of my life and every moment of every day according to your most holy and adorable will. Since you have been the victim of my salvation, I wish to be the victim of your love. Accept my desire, take my offering, and graciously hear my prayer. Let me live for love of you. Let me die for love of you. Let my last heartbeat be an act of perfect love. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that volunteer nonprofit organizations committed to human development find people dedicated to the common good and ceaselessly seek out new paths to international cooperation. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Today the Church in Advent offers us, in her sacred liturgy, the commemoration of St. Lucy. She is one of eight women, including the Blessed Virgin Mary, recalled by Catholics in the Canon of the Mass, the first Eucharistic prayer. She is one of the best known of the Virgin Martyrs, along with Agatha of Sicily, Agnes of Rome, Cecilia of Rome, and Catherine of Alexandria. St. Lucy's Feast, the 13th of December in Advent, was once later. It coincided then with the winter solstice, the shortest day of the year before the calendar reforms, so that her feast day has become a festival of light. Her name, in Latin, Lucia, shares a root with the Latin word for light, lux. A number of traditions incorporate Symbolic meaning of St. Lucy as the bearer of light in the darkness of winter. 
The oldest record of her story comes from the 5th century Acts of the Martyrs. The single fact upon which various accounts agree is that a disappointed suitor accused Lucy of being a Christian. She was executed in Syracuse, Sicily, in the year 304, during the persecution of Diocletian. In some accounts, St. Lucy was blinded before being executed, and thus has come to be the patroness of people with eye disorders and blindness. Brings us to today's gospel offered to us on this day. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, What is your opinion? A man had two sons. He came to the first and said, Son, go out and work in the vineyard today. The son said in reply, I will not. But afterwards he changed his mind and went. The man came to the other son and gave the same order. He said in reply, Yes, sir but did not go. Which of the two did his father's will? They answered, The first. Jesus said to them, Amen, I say to you, tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. When John came to you in the way of righteousness, you did not believe him, but tax collectors and prostitutes did. Yet even when you saw that, you did not later change your minds and believe him. This is difficult to hear that one would not be in front of you, Lord, in your hearing, in your sight, and not deeply take what you say to heart. Chesterton said, Men can always be blind with things so long as it it is big enough. Interesting. And he said in another place, Love is not blind. That is the last thing it is. Love is bound, and the more it is bound, the less it is blind. Let all of this shake me up, my Lord God. For you, whom I profess to be near, whom I profess to deal with and speak, can I miss you? Can I be blind to you? It is possible, as these Pharisees show. Help me, Lord, to have the sight to the intercession of St. Lucy, to see you, as it is getting darker outside in this time of year in the northern hemisphere, but the light is growing. I pray, the light of faith in me that you give me. Jesus, you are close to me. May I not miss you. May I see you. May I not be blind. May I have this faith, this sight of faith. And do your will. Do your will. What, Lord, are you asking of me in this developing time of Advent? What am I to see? How am I to prepare my heart after those admonitions of St. John the Baptist? every mountain made low, every valley filled, every crooked way made straight. And what about my heart? Am I seeing my heart? And how I must prepare it for your coming in liturgy in Christmas. In St. John's Gospel, there is a scene that we can remember about a blind man, one who could not see physically. You had cured him, Lord. But the Pharisees said of this miracle, Give God the praise. We know that this man is a sinner. They said that of you, Lord. And this once blind man replied, If he is a sinner, I do not know. One thing I do know is that I was blind, and now I see. So they said to him, What did he do to you? How did he open your eyes? He answered them, I told you already, and you did not listen. Why do you want to hear it again? The Pharisees don't see. 
The Pharisees don't see this huge thing that is before him, the messianic sign of the blind seeing, the poor being taken care of. May I not be one who misses in my life, in this very time, Lord, what you would be showing me. At the end of the discourse with the blind man, the Pharisees, we wind back up again with you, Lord Jesus, and the blind man and Pharisees all together. Jesus said, I came into this world for judgment, so that those who do not see might see, and those who do see might become blind. Some of the Pharisees who were with him heard this and said to him, Surely we are not also blind, are we? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no sin. But now you are saying, We see, so your sin remains. Benedict said, We know from other texts, too, that the state of blindness has great significance in the Gospels. It represents man who needs God's light, the light of faith, if you should know reality truly and walk in the path of life. It is essential to acknowledge one's blindness, one's need for this light. Otherwise, one could remain blind forever. Jesus, in this Advent, help me to seek silence that I might hear you. Help me to close the, my eyes open to so many ways of distraction that interiorly I might see what you are asking of me, your will. What faults do I need to work on? What sins do I need to confess? What friends do I need to bring closer to you out of love for them and you? What are you telling me? Send forth your spirit in this time of darkness to enlighten the eyes of my mind through the intercession of St. Lucy that I might see, that I might see what you're asking of me. Advent is a time of preparation for such a great grace the grace of memory, of Christmas, your redemption, Jesus. And help me to see, I want so much to do so. Ahead, what will Christmas, when it does come, give me? Another reminder of the deepest truth that is around. St. Josemaria says, do not forget, anyone who does not realize that he is a child of God is unaware of the deepest truth about himself. The Theophany at the Baptism of Our Lord. You are my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Immediately after Christmas, unto the Feast of Our Lord's Baptism, St. John's first epistle is frequently placed in our focus, both in the readings of the Mass and in the Divine Office. We hear St. John taking great pains to explain how the coming of Christ in the flesh should change our entire outlook the way we see God and self, our spirituality, our way of thinking. John says, Beloved, we are God's children now. These words still sound fresh, urgent, and attractive to us after 2,000 years. As soon as we hear them, we want to seize upon them and say, It's true, I believe it, but how? What does it feel like to be a child of God? What does it look like? Are these even the right questions to ask? They are. They are. And you want your children to run along the way of sanctity, Lord. Do not let me be that good and faithful believer who will admit that, although I believe in your love for me and in my status as an adopted child of God, that it really remain 
just a theory that I don't feel it, and so don't think it, and so don't pray the way of a child. May I get excited as it gets brighter in faith, closer here to Christmas. Give me the grace to see. Jesus, I know you will, through the intercession of St. Lucy, through the intercession of Our Lady, our dear and special patron in this time of Advent, that she might also bear us to the light, to her Son. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help for putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 minutes past the hour, and this is Daybreak. We celebrate St. Lucy today on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's begin our liturgical day now. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Greetings. Lord, open my lips. And and my my mouth mouth will proclaim your praise. The Holy Virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! The Holy Virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in His hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to Him. The dry land, too, for it was formed by his hands. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. 
Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King, Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Let God arise. Let his enemies flee before him. Let God arise. Let Let his enemies flee before him. Let God arise. Let his foes be scattered. Let those who hate him flee before him. As smoke is blown away, so will they be blown away. Like wax that melts before the fire, so the wicked shall perish at the presence of God. But the just shall rejoice at the presence of God. They shall exult and dance for joy. O sing to the Lord, make music to his name. Make a highway for him who rides on the clouds. Rejoice in the Lord, exult at his presence. Father of the orphan, defender of the widow, such is God in his holy place. God gives the lonely a home to live in. He leads the prisoners forth into freedom, but rebels must dwell in a parched land. When you went forth, O God, at the head of your people, when you marched across the desert, the earth trembled. The heavens melted at the presence of God, at the presence of God. Israel's God. You poured down, O God, a generous rain. When your people were starved, you gave them new life. It was there that your people found a home, prepared in your goodness, O God, for the poor. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and it will be forever. Amen. Let God arise, let Let his enemies flee before him. Our God is a saving God. He, the Lord, holds the keys of death. Our Our God God is is a saving God. God. 
He, the Lord, holds the keys of death. The Lord gives the word to the bearers of good tidings. The Almighty has defeated a numberless army, and kings and armies are in flight, in flight while you are at rest among the sheepfolds. At home the women already share the spoil. They are covered with silver as the wings of a dove, its feathers brilliant with shining gold, and jewels flashing like snow on Mount Zalman. The mountains of Bashan are mighty mountains. High-ridged mountains are the mountains of Bashan. Why look with envy, you high-ridged mountains, at the mountains where God has chosen to dwell? It is there that the Lord shall dwell forever. The chariots of God are thousands upon thousands. The Lord has come from Sinai to the holy place. You have gone up on high. You have taken captives, receiving men in tribute, O God, even those who rebel into your dwelling, O Lord. May the Lord be blessed day after day. He bears our burdens, God our Savior. This God of ours is a God who saves. The Lord our God holds the keys of death. And God will smite the head of his foes, the crown of those who persist in their sins. The Lord said, I will bring them back from Bashan. I will bring them back from the depth of the sea. Then your feet will tread in their blood, and the tongues of your dogs shall take their share of the foe. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and it will be forever. Amen. Our God is a saving God. He, the Lord, holds the keys of death. Kingdoms of earth, sing praise to God. Make music in honor of the Lord. Kingdoms of earth, sing praise to God. Make music in honor of the Lord. They see your solemn procession, O God, the procession of my God, of my King, to the sanctuary. The singers in the forefront, the musicians coming last, between them, maidens sounding their timbrels. In festive gatherings, bless the Lord. Bless God, O you who are Israel's sons. There is Benjamin, least of the tribes at the head, Judah's princes, a mighty throng, Zebulon's princes, Naphtali's princes. Show forth, O God, show forth your might, your might, O God, which you have shown for us. For the sake of your temple high in Jerusalem, may kings come to you bringing their tribute. Threaten the wild beast that dwells in the reeds, the bands of the mighty and lords of the peoples. Let them bow down offering silver. Scatter the peoples who delight in war. Princes will make their way from Egypt. Ethiopia will stretch out her hands to God. Kingdoms of the earth, sing to God. Praise the Lord who rides on the heavens, the ancient heavens. He thunders his voice, his mighty voice. Come, acknowledge the power of God. His glory is on Israel. His might is in the skies. 
God is to be feared in his holy place. He is the Lord, Israel's God. He gives strength and power to his people. Blessed be God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and it will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, King of the universe, you have given us joy in your holy meal. Help us to understand the significance of your death and to acknowledge you as the conqueror of death seated at the right hand of the Father. Kingdoms of earth, sing praise to God. Make music in honor of the Lord. I have known tribulations and distress. But But in in your commands, commands, I I have found found consolation. From the book of the prophet Isaiah. See the name of the Lord coming from afar, in burning wrath with lowering clouds. His lips are filled with fury, his tongue is like a consuming fire. His breath, like a flood in a ravine that reaches suddenly to the neck, will winnow the nations with a destructive winnowing and with repeated winnowings will he battle against them, and a bridle on the jaws of the people to send them astray. The Lord will make his glorious voice heard, and let it be seen how his arm descends in raging fury and flame of consuming fire, in driving storm and hail. When the Lord speaks, Assyria will be shattered as he strikes with the rod, while at every sweep of the rod, which the Lord will bring down on him in punishment. You will sing as on a night when a feast is observed, and be merry of heart as one marching along with a flute toward the mountain of the Lord, toward the rock of Israel, accompanied by the timbrels and lyres. For the pyre has long been ready, prepared for the king. Broad and deep it is piled, with dry grass and wood in abundance. And the breath of the Lord like a stream of sulfur, will set it afire. Thus says the Lord to me, As a lion or a lion cub, growling over its prey with a band of shepherds assembled against it, is neither frightened by their shouts nor disturbed by their noise, so shall the Lord of hosts come down to wage war upon the mountain and hill of Zion. Like hovering birds, so the Lord of hosts shall shield Jerusalem, to protect and deliver, to spare and rescue it. Return, O children of Israel, to him whom you have utterly deserted. On that day, each one of you shall spurn his sinful idols of silver and gold, which he made with his hands. Assyria shall fall by a sword not wielded by man. No mortal sword shall devour him. He shall flee before the sword, and his young men shall be impressed as laborers. He shall rush past his crag in panic, and his princes shall flee in terror from his standard, says the Lord who has a fire in Zion and a furnace in Jerusalem. The Word of the Lord The Lord of hosts will come down upon Mount Zion. 
Like Like birds on the wing, so will the Lord protect Jerusalem, covering and rescuing it. Your song will befit a night of profound holiness, and your heart will be full of joy. Like Like birds on the wing, so will the Lord protect Jerusalem, covering and rescuing it. From the book On Virginity by St. Ambrose Bishop You are one of God's people, of God's family, a virgin among virgins. You light up your grace of body with your splendor of soul. More than others, you can be compared to the church. When you are in your room, then, at night, think always on Christ and wait for His coming at every moment. This is the person Christ has loved in loving you, the person He has chosen in choosing you. He enters by the open door. He has promised to come in, and he cannot deceive. Embrace him, the one you have sought. Turn to him and be enlightened. Hold him fast. Ask him not to go in haste. Beg him not to leave you. The word of God moves swiftly. He is not won by the lukewarm, nor held fast by the negligent. Let your soul be attentive to his word. Follow carefully the path God tells you to take for he is swift in his passing. What does his bride say? I sought him and did not find him. I called him and he did not hear me. Do not imagine that you are displeasing to him, although you have called him, asked him, opened the door to him, and that this is the reason why he has gone so quickly. No, for he allows us to be constantly tested. When the crowds pressed him to stay, what does he say in the gospel? I must preach the word of God to other cities, because I have been sent for that. But even if it seems to you that he has left you, go out and seek him once more. Who but the Holy Church is to teach you how to hold Christ fast? Indeed, she has already taught you, if you only understood her words in Scripture. How short a time it was when I left them before I found him whom my soul has loved. I held him fast, and I will not let him go. How do we hold him fast, not by restraining chains or knotted ropes, but by bonds of love, by spiritual reins, by the longing of the soul? If you also, like the bride, wish to hold him fast, seek him and be fearless of suffering. It is often easier to find him in the midst of bodily torments in the very hands of persecutors. His bride says, How short a time it was after I left them. In a little space, after a brief moment, when you have escaped from the hands of your persecutors without yielding to the powers of this world, Christ will come to you, and he will not allow you to be tested for long. Whoever seeks Christ in this way and finds him can say, I held him fast and I will not let him go before I bring him into my mother's house, into the room of her who conceived me. What is this house, this room, but the deep and secret places of your heart? Maintain this house, sweep out its secret recesses until it becomes immaculate and rises as a spiritual temple for a holy priesthood, firmly secured by Christ, the cornerstone, 
so that the Holy Spirit may dwell in it. Whoever seeks Christ in this way, whoever prays to Christ in this way, is not abandoned by Him. On the contrary, Christ comes again and again to visit such a person, for He is with us until the end of the world. The grace of the Lord gave her strength in the battle, and she was glorified before God and man. In the presence of the Prince, she spoke with wisdom. And And therefore therefore the the Lord of heaven and earth has loved her. She is the virgin who prepared a joyful home for God in her heart. And And therefore therefore the the Lord of heaven and earth has loved her. Let us pray. May the glorious intercession of the Virgin and Martyr St. Lucy give us new heart, we pray, O Lord, so that we may celebrate her heavenly birthday in this present age, and so behold things eternal. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 21 minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming right up along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Tuesday, December 13th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. Did you ever find yourself, especially when you were younger, saying to a request, no, I'm not going to do it. Then later on, you find yourself thinking, I should go do that. Today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, is from the 21st chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. What do you think? A man had two sons, and he went to the first and said, Son, go and work in the vineyard today. And he answered, I will not. But afterward, he repented and went. He went to the second and said the same, and he answered, I go, sir but did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? The first. Truly I say to you, the tax collectors and the harlots go into the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the harlots believed him. And even when you saw it, You did not afterward repent and believe him. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, the second person of the Blessed Trinity really wanted to be one of us. And as one of us, while yet God, he set us some examples to follow. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmas Tide. God the Father predestined humanity to be conformed to the image of His Son in order that He might be the firstborn among many brethren. Our life has to be a continual imitation of His life here on earth. He is our model for all the virtues, and our relationship with Him is different from that which we have with the other two persons of the Blessed Trinity. The grace bestowed upon man through the sacraments 
is not merely the grace of God like that which filled the soul of Adam before the fall, but in a true and accurate sense, the grace of Christ. Christ was a real man, an individual man, with his own family and his own country, with his own customs, with his own trials and personal preferences. One specific individual, this Jesus. But at the same time, because of the supremacy of his divine person, he could and can receive into himself everything which is truly human, everything which properly belongs to human nature. We cannot experience a single good thought or feeling which he cannot make his own, nor is there any thought or feeling of his which we ought not to do our best to make ours. Jesus has a deep love for all that is truly human, work, friendship, the family, and above all for men with their defects and miseries. His most holy humanity is our way to the Trinity. By his example, Jesus teaches us how we must serve and help the people around us. I have given you an example, he tells us, that you also should do as I have done to you. Charity is to love as I have loved you. Walk in love as Christ loved us, says St. Paul. And when he wanted to exhort the first Christians to charity and humility, he said simply, Have this mind among yourselves which was in Christ Jesus. We must take Christ as our model in the way we practice the virtues, the way we treat other people, the way we do our work in everything. To imitate him is to be filled with a spirit and a way of reacting which ought to direct the life of every Christian, whatever his qualities, his state in life, or his place in society. To imitate our Lord, really to be his disciples, we must see ourselves in him. It's not enough to have a general idea of the spirit of Jesus. We have to learn the details of his life and through them his attitudes. Especially must we contemplate his life to derive from it strength, light, serenity, and peace. When you love someone, you want to know all about his life and character so as to become like him. That is why we have to meditate on the life of Jesus, from his birth in a stable right up to his death and resurrection. Only in this way will our mind and our heart draw nearer to Christ. During these days, it will be easy for us by reading and meditating on the gospel to contemplate the baby Jesus with Mary and Joseph in the manger at Bethlehem. We will learn important lessons about detachment, humility, and concern for other people. The shepherds will teach us the joy of finding God and the wise men how we must adore him. We will feel that we have been given new strength to persevere in the following of our way. If we make a habit of attentively reading and meditating on the Holy Gospel every day, we shall, in a sense, take part in the life of Christ. We shall get to know Him better every day, and perhaps without our realizing it, our life and the world will come to be a reflection of His. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's 12 minutes before the hour, and it's time to pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. 
Alleluia. Lord, you have blessed your land. You have forgiven the sins of your people. Lord, Lord you, you have, have blessed, blessed your land. land. You, you have, have forgiven the sins of your people. O Lord, you once favored your land and revived the fortunes of Jacob. You forgave the guilt of your people and covered all their sins. You averted all your rage. You calmed the heat of your anger. Revive us now, God, our helper. Put an end to your grievance against us. Will you be angry with us forever? Will your anger never cease? Will you not restore again our life, that your people may rejoice in you? Let us see, O Lord, your mercy, and give us your saving help. I will hear what the Lord God has to say, a voice that speaks of peace. Peace for his people and his friends and those who turn to him in their hearts. His help is near for those who fear him, and his glory will dwell in our land. Mercy and faithfulness have met. Justice and peace have embraced. Faithfulness shall spring from the earth and justice look down from the heavens. The Lord will make us prosper and our earth shall yield its fruit. Justice shall march before him and peace shall follow his steps. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now and will be forever. Amen. Lord, Lord you have blessed your land. You have forgiven the sins of your people. My soul has yearned for you in the night, and as morning breaks, I watch for your coming. My soul has yearned for you in the night, and as morning breaks, I watch for your coming. A strong city have we. He sets up walls and ramparts to protect us. Open up the gates to let in a nation that is just, one that keeps faith. A nation of firm purpose you keep in peace, in peace for its trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord is an eternal rock. The way of the just is smooth. The path of the just you make level. Yes, for your way and your judgments, O Lord, we look to you. Your name and your title are the desire of our souls. My soul yearns for you in the night. Yes, my spirit within me keeps vigil for you. When your judgment dawns upon the earth, the world's inhabitants learn justice. O Lord, you mete out peace to us for it is you who have accomplished all we have done. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in, the in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. My soul has yearned for you in the night, and as morning breaks, I watch for your coming. Lord, let the light of your face shine upon us. Lord, let the light of your face shine upon us. O God, be gracious and bless us, 
and let your face shed its light upon us, so will your ways be known upon the earth, and all nations learn your saving help. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and exult, for you rule the world with justice. With fairness you rule the peoples. You guide the nations on earth. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its fruit, for God our God has blessed us. May God still give us his blessing till the ends of the earth revere him. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it, as it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, let, let the light of your face shine upon us. A reading from Second Corinthians. Praised be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all consolation. He comforts us in all our afflictions, and thus enables us to comfort those who are in trouble with the same consolation we have received from Him. As we have shared much in the suffering of Christ, so through Christ do we share abundantly in His consolation. The Word of the Lord The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing His praise. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing His praise. The Lord is my Savior, and I shall sing His praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing His praise. I am the Lord's poor servant. To Him alone, the living God, I have offered all in sacrifice. I have nothing else to give. I offer him myself. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I am the Lord's poor servant. To him alone, the living God, I have offered all in sacrifice. I have nothing else to give. I offer him myself. Our Savior's faithfulness is mirrored in the fidelity of his witnesses who shed their blood for the word of God. Let us praise him in remembrance of them. You You redeemed redeemed us by by your your blood. Your martyrs freely embraced death in bearing witness to the faith. Give us the true freedom of the Spirit, O Lord. You You redeemed redeemed us by by your your blood. Your martyrs professed their faith by shedding their blood. Give us a faith, O Lord, that is constant and pure. You redeemed us by your blood. Your martyrs followed in your footsteps by carrying the cross. Help us to endure courageously the misfortunes of life. You redeemed us by your blood. Your martyrs washed their garments in the blood of the Lamb. Help us to avoid the weaknesses of the flesh and worldly allurements. You You redeemed us by your blood. And now let us pray with confidence as Christ our Lord asked. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. May the glorious intercession of the Virgin and Martyr St. Lucy give us new heart, we pray, O Lord so that we may celebrate her heavenly birthday in this present age, and so behold things eternal. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.